Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 54. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Fire Nation, a common theme you hear at Entrepreneur on Fire is listen to your audience. Well, I've been listening, and I am excited to announce the launch of podplatform.com. We have received an incredible amount of feedback from entrepreneurs who want to start their own podcast, but have no idea where to begin. With podcasting, recording your audio is as easy as clicking a red button, but the tough part is what comes after. Think of Pod Platform as a turnkey solution in podcasting. You simply record your audio, send my team your MP3, and we do the rest. It's that simple. Entrepreneur on Fire is generating 100,000 downloads a month in over 100 countries. Think of what that could do for you in your business. Go to www.podplatform.com to find out more. Okay, let's get started. I am simply overjoyed to introduce my guest today, Liz D'Alto. Liz, are you prepared to ignite? Yes. All right. Liz loves fitness. Early on, she realized what works for her works really well for a lot of busy women. Quick and efficient workouts, healthy food that tastes amazing, and booty shaking. Liz provides her clients with tons of workouts they can do from home with little to no equipment, healthy and easy recipes, and plenty of tips and tricks for fitting it all in around your busy schedule. I've given Fire Nation a little overview, Liz, but why don't you take from here and tell us who you are and what you do? Okay. I live in New York City and I am a fitness and lifestyle coach. And I know uh, when it comes to titles, people are always like, what does that actually mean? And, you know, part of what you said was I realized that what works really well for me works really well for a lot of busy women. So not only do I create health and fitness programs, but that always ends up overlapping into some life coaching and really helping to inspire women once they get their body in order. Um, and get that confidence that comes from that, how they want to apply that to other areas of their life as well. Awesome. And we'll use that to transition now into our first topic, which is a success quote. Because at Entrepreneur on Fire, we like to get the motivational ball rolling and get Fire Nation really pumped up for this awesome content that you have laid out for us today. So Liz, what do you have for us for your favorite success quote? Well, I don't think it was intentionally meant to be a success quote, but to me, I think this is a really important topic in success, and it's a quote by Danielle Laporte, who I love, and it's, feel free to change. When you discover something true about yourself, put it into action regardless of who you were yesterday. Wow. Love that quote, and she is a future entrepreneur on fire interviewee herself, so I will definitely tell her that she's already been quoted on the show. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Now, we like to take things down to the ground level, Liz. Can you give us an example of how you use this quote in your mentality, in your everyday life? Yeah, especially over the course of this last year, as a business owner, you know, we educate ourselves in online marketing and we go to these conferences and events. But this year in particular for me was a lot more about personal development. And it's funny how when I went to work on myself, it really overlapped into my business. And I think Sometimes, especially when you have any kind of brand or online presence, it can be scary when you discover that 
you are changing your philosophy, you're changing your mind, you're changing your beliefs, and maybe not wanting to move in a different direction or follow it because you don't want to lose your people or your audience if your message starts to change. But I think above all else, it's really, really important to always be exactly who you are in that moment. So just paying attention to those things, letting them come up and letting them guide you in new directions for yourself personally and in your business. Love that message. Thank you for sharing that. So Liz, we're going to transition now into our next topic, which is failure. As an entrepreneur, we all experience failure on some level. We have trials, tribulations, we face challenges, we have to overcome obstacles. However you want to define that word, we face it on a daily basis. Can you take us back to at some point in your journey when you actually faced this challenge or had to overcome this obstacle that you really feel would be great to share with Fire Nation? I think, I mean, we have little failures that build up along the way as we're building our business and kind of figuring out how we want to show up in the world, who we want to be. And for me, one of my biggest challenges was realizing I needed to work smarter, not harder, and to stop trying to do everything by myself. And that really, I mean, if you want to call it failure, whatever you want to call it, a learning process, I really spent two or three years when I transitioned. I originally started out as a career in sales. And once I burned out on that and just no longer found it satisfying, I moved into fitness. And as a personal trainer early in my career, I knew that I didn't want to continue trading time for dollars. That model, working in a corporate gym where they were more concerned about your numbers for the month than your clients really wasn't for me. And I didn't actually reach out for you know help and try to get a coach or a mentor, figure out how to do it on my own um, for another two to three years after that. I was really trying to figure it out on my own, which was just making it really hard and really exhausting. And uh, I had to realize that that doesn't work and I, I don't have to. It's totally cool to ask for help. And even if it's, whether it's advice from your friends and family, which sometimes isn't the best because... You only want to take advice from people who already have what you want, so you want to be careful of who you're asking for help from. But um, so when I realized how important it was going to be to invest in a coach and invest in a coaching program and get the specific kind of help that I needed if I did want to make an online business work. That is such a valuable lesson that I always like to stress to Fire Nation is that you really always want to be going to people who you are admiring and who you want to be emulating for this advice and not obviously people who are your 20% of fans or 20% of absolute detractors who just don't like no matter what you do. It's that 60% of people in the middle and within that, the people that you really look up to and want to emulate. Now, who are some of those people that you have found that you really want to emulate like a Danielle Laporte? Well, she's definitely one of them. I love her she is a, really a person whose attitude towards creativity I admire a lot. Uh, my business coach was Marie Forleo, and she I still consider her my mentor. And I was at her event in um, 2010, which I'll talk about probably at some point in this interview. But she has a very similar style and personality to mine. And for me, it was super refreshing to see someone just totally being themselves 
and running their business exactly how they wanted to do, treating people the way they believed was right, having a blast, you know, cursing here and there if that's how she felt, you know, anything like that that so many people had been like, no, you need to tone down your personality. You know, you shouldn't be so loud. You shouldn't, you know, do this, this, this. Like that makes people uncomfortable. And it's like, no, I'm just going to be myself and the people who love it, that's going to be my audience rather than trying to fit myself in some box to make other people feel comfortable. I love that. And again, Entrepreneur on Fire is about the journey. So I'm loving hearing your journey as you're going through this. And you did give us a really good abstract failure that you went through during the process. Can you take us down, open the window, and let us look into a part of your journey where you actually failed and you had to look in the mirror and say, wow, Liz, I am not on the path that I want to be on. Can you take us to that moment and tell that story? Okay, so this is actually a great lesson because what I did was the offering itself wasn't a bad idea and I ended up turning that into a virtual training program later on. But the way I went about it, and this is one of those early like rookie mistakes, you don't know what you don't know. I have a background in sales, but I didn't understand really the anatomy of an, a sales page on a website. So all I really did was looked at someone else's and kind of modeled the structure. Obviously, I didn't plagiarize their copy. I put it in my own words. But even just doing that without having the base, basic knowledge of why that was the structure of a sales page and like knowing like what was the purpose of each section, why it was in the order that it was in, uh, was one of the reasons why I think it flopped. And also, too, this is so hilarious when I think back on it, I didn't even get that it needed to be a separate page. Like it was just, I made it a blog post. I just put all the content on a blog post and sent it out to my very small list. And that was the other thing that I really didn't get that I would say sparked a couple failures, um, only in the sense that, you know, you put together these offerings and we're so biased and we're so attached to what we create. And we're like, this is the best offer ever. Everybody's going to want to buy this. But, you know, if you have this tiny little list, you know, there's the concept of a funnel where the bigger the funnel is at the top, the bigger it'll be at the bottom and the smaller vice versa. So, um, and I see this all the time in various communities that I'm part of with different entrepreneurs. We put so much time and effort into our offerings, but if we're not getting it in front of enough people, it's just not going to be successful. We're not going to reach the number of people we think we're going to reach. We're not going to make the amount of money we were hoping to make. So uh, that was a really big lesson for me in that I needed to switch my focus. There's, If you've ever read Michael Stelzner's book, Launch, there's just so much more important things to do up front in terms of building your list and creating content, creating value before you, it's really time to put out that offering and have any expectation that you're going to get a really great return. Absolutely. And Michael Stelzner was one of the first interviewees on Entrepreneur on Fire. And he really got into that in his book launch and just pulled some great nuggets of information and lessons learned from that. And as did you just now. So thank you for sharing that. That's exactly what we're looking for. Your story, an actual moment in time where you just said, wow, like I need to change my focus here because I'm doing A, B, and C wrong. And you've obviously corrected that. You look back now and you see the error of your ways and they're almost funny. But the reality is, is that that's the learning curve. And that's the beauty of Entrepreneur on Fire is it's really helping other people 
skip over that learning curve. And that's the value of these interviews. Cool. So let's transition now into the next topic, which is the other end of the spectrum, Liz. And that's the aha moment. Because obviously you are a very inspirational person on a lot of levels. So I'm sure you have little aha moments probably all the time. But take us to some point in your journey when you really just had this big light bulb come on and this lightning bolt just shot down and you said, wow, this is what I need to be doing or this is a product I need to create or this is how I'm resonating with my clients. Have you experienced a moment like that? Yeah, this was this is my favorite part of my story. I was in grad school in the fall of 2010. So I mentioned earlier, I was a personal trainer and I was trying to figure out how to turn that into something bigger than just working at New York Sports Club. So I decided that I would go to grad school because at the time I just didn't understand that much about online business. I figured I needed some kind of credential. I really just didn't, I didn't have a market. I didn't understand my market and um, where, what direction I wanted to take. So I figured you know, this would be a great step because then at least I can be more widely respected in the industry. So I go to grad school. And what's so funny is what I've always known about myself is I am such an extrovert and I'm such a, uh, what's the word for it? I want to say teacher. Even when I was little, like one of the games, Marie said this once, like look back at the games you played as a kid and I bet you find some parallels into what you do now in your business as an adult. And one of my favorite things to do when I was a kid was I had this group group of stuffed animals. I called them my animal kingdom. And I had this big green chalkboard. And even before I knew how to like write letters, numbers, or anything like that, I was giving lessons on my chalkboard to my animal kingdom. So I'm much more of an outgoing, you know, put me on a stage, let me speak. Now I make YouTube videos, things like that. In my sales career, you know, there was a lot of public speaking involved in that. The first time I ever gave a speech to an audience over like 500 people, I was 19 years old and I loved that and I did that for years. So I don't know what made me think going into this classroom, boring, like super scientific environment would be the answer, but that's what I did. And it's, I'm in Washington DC, a city I really don't enjoy very much. No offense to anybody if that's where you live and you love it. It's just not my style. And I, someone tells me, this woman named Marie Forleo. So I'm checking out her website, I'm watching some of her videos, and I'm thinking, this is way more my style. She had this event in November called RHH Live, but I'm like a broke, struggling grad student, and this event is like 1500 bucks. How am I going to do it? Well, coincidentally, at the same time, I got a new credit card with a pretty great balance on it, and I'm like, all right, we're going to do this thing. We're, I went to the event. So I'm at the event and I had a couple friends there and the whole time I'm thinking to myself, this is so much more my style. Like I hate grad school. I hate it so, so much. I was so miserable there. And a guy named Todd Herman, who doesn't have a PhD, any kind of necessary degree in what he does, and he does a lot of work with athletes and really high level coaching is standing on stage talking about the hero's journey and how it applies to your business and your clients. And he says, you know, I've had PhDs and scholars say to me, I wish I could do what you do. And I was like, oh my God, 
I can do this. I don't have to be in grad school. And I remember not long after that, I'm like crying to my two girlfriends that are there going, I don't want to go back to grad school. I don't want to go back to grad school. And they're like, so don't go. And I was like, oh, all right, I quit. I actually never even, I didn't even finish the semester. I didn't go back. Don't tell that to my mom though. I let her think that I finished the semester. (laughs) She says, you may want these credits one day. And I was just so sure, like deep down, I'm like, there's no way I'm ever going to care about um, advanced exercise physiology. Like my clients will never need to know about orthostatic intolerance. Let me tell you that. So, um, that was a big aha moment for me. And I knew at that event that I, I wanted to work with Marie. So she had applications for her adventure mastermind program. I figured I filled it out at the event. And normally an application like that is something I would want to take days and edit my answers. But I was like, no, I'm just going to put my guts in this application. And if I get accepted, you know, I'll figure it out. And a couple weeks later, I found out that I did. And I, I remember again, I cried like a little baby. I was so excited and I was like, you know, I'm going to, I was going to pay another 30 grand for grad school anyway. The mas- mastermind was less than that. I'm like, this, this is going to be the thing. And it really was. That was the thing that changed the complete trajectory of not just my business, but also really my entire life. Within six months of being at that event, I'd quit grad school. I ended a relationship that was really not good for me. I moved back to New York City. It was just amazing. That is a great aha moment, Liz, and I'm so intrigued right now. And again, Entrepreneur Fire is about the journey. It's about your story. So let's continue the story because it's just so awesome right now. Take us through quickly, but still take us through that time that you spent with Marie during your program. Well, the program was cool. There was a coaching call every month and there were retreats every three months, roughly so. Uh, it wasn't just about spending time with Marie. Laura Roter was part of the program at the time. She was amazing. And Marie's fiance, Josh Pice, helped out with the program, as well as, you know, there's 20 other women in the program. And it was just such an amazing community and environment and such a, a steep learning curve. And I think that's the value of a mastermind program versus a lot of these online digital self-study things is you really, it's like an immersion and you get personal attention, you get hot seats, you get to hash out your ideas with people who know what they're talking about and can give you specific advice that's going to help you, you know, just you're growing, your, your learning curve steepens and it was just really amazing. And to also have a coach like Marie, who's not afraid to pull out what she would call the hammer sometimes, you know, as entrepreneurs, we have to sift through a lot of really bad ideas to get to the good ones. So it's just extra helpful when you have people to get clear with you on what are the ideas not worth your time and what are the ideas that you should move forward with and pursue. Absolutely. And just to go back to what you said about Laura Roder, she is awesome. And what she's doing right now with LKR social media is really exciting stuff and her new membership program. And we just had her on the show as well. And she just has some great things to say. Very inspiring. What was your favorite retreat that you went on with Marie? I don't know. They were all so different, you know, in the beginning of the program to see where everyone is. And then at the end of the program to see how far we've come, how our ideas have developed, the products and programs people were working on, where they've taken their businesses and practices. So um, it's not really possible to say which one was my favorite because I got a lot of value out of each one. 
I guess if I had to pick, though, I would say the last one in Mexico because we filmed a music video, and that was a freaking blast. We literally took over a resort in Mexico and filmed a music video. <laughs> wow. Can we somehow link that up in the show notes? Um, I'm not sure. I'm sure it's live somewhere on Marie's site, but <laughs> I'm not entirely positive. Liz, have you had an I've made it moment yet? I bet a lot of entrepreneurs will agree with me. I never really feel like I've made it because there's always more to create and contribute. But I will say the closest I've come to an I've made it moment is this past May, I actually left personal training. So for the first time, I was able to comfortably say I'm going to support myself fully with my online business and not take on new personal training clients. I was working at a private studio and, you know, just fully only work for Liz D'Alto. So that was a big moment. Again, I wouldn't say it's an I've made it moment, but a huge step in the right direction. No, that's great. And I've always stressed to Fire Nation that I've made it moments are really important. You need to set goals. And then once you reach those goals, look back over your accomplishments and really appreciate what you've done to get that far. And then, of course, it's important to raise that bar higher and set that next goal, but always enjoy the journey. It's about the journey. I'm really glad to hear that you're enjoying your personal journey and not just with your head down trying to get to that destination. Let's just go back real quick. Your aha moment was so powerful. Can you just give us one specific action that you took after that aha moment? Yeah. At that event, also, that was the first time I'd ever heard of Danielle Laporte. She was a speaker. And one of the things she talked about was identifying your core desired feelings, which was such an amazing concept because if you're really clear on how you want to feel in any given moment, that makes it very easy to say yes and no to things because obviously anyone is bombarded with things to say yes and no to from going on a date with someone to making a decision in your business to what you want to eat that day. And so I identified my core desired feelings, and I mentioned this during that aha moment earlier. I was in a relationship at the time, and it's just funny in retrospect, you know, he was a great guy, and I'm sure he's a great match for someone. He just wasn't a great match for me, and I was really investing so much energy into another person and not into my own self-growth development and where I wanted to be. So one of my biggest... Um, action steps that I took after that aha moment. It was kind of just this accumulation of all these things I heard and learned at that event that I needed to implement immediately was getting out of that relationship. And it was cool because all of a sudden I had all of this energy that I'd been investing in this other thing all to myself. And I really needed it at that time because I was about to start the mastermind, really start working on my business. I quit grad school, like I said, so I had all these decisions, all these moves, and all these things to take care of. So that was just really valuable for me to kind of take my energy back and get that power for myself. I love that lesson because in life, all we have is time and all we have is energy. And you can only devote so much of that time and energy to any given subject or to any given situation. So you're able to transfer that time and that energy into other areas and really become successful because of that really speaks volumes. So Liz, let's move now forward into your current business. You're rolling along. You are working for Liz D'Alto now, you. What's one thing that's really exciting you about your business right now? 
So my very first info product I launched last year is called Tighter in 10 Days. And what's so funny is I am not a quick fix solution kind of person, but one of the biggest marketing lessons I've ever learned is that you have to sell people what they want and give them what they need. So I call my product Tighter in 10 Days, but um, you know there are. There's a lot of women out there who have situations where they do want to look good in a hurry, whether it's a wedding, reunion, photo shoot, something like that. But it's truly a program that helps people to jumpstart a lifetime of lasting results. So for the one year anniversary, I relaunched Tighter in 10, a 2.0 version. I updated everything because you know a year later I also had a better budget, a better understanding of things. So I redid my videos, I redid everything, added a couple components to the program. And part of that process was serving women over the last year who have completed the program. And what's funny is lots of times you, you, hear, you hear the complaints, you hear the struggles, the challenges. You don't necessarily hear the stories of people who got the most freaking amazing results unless you ask. So it was so fun to hear these stories of these women who were like, oh my God, I've used the program like four times and lost like 25 pounds. I'm a totally different person. And you're like, yes, I'm so excited because that's what I really wanted to happen for people. So that inspired me to actually create an online program, a monthly membership as well, because when I asked them, you know, what do you want? What can I give you um, to help you on this journey? They wanted more workouts, more recipes, more interaction. So I created an online community. I call it the Keep It Tight community. And I, every month I put another full-length workout in there, which my full-length workouts are only 30 minutes. And then my community tends to be like busy women on the go. So I do a short, I call it a tight on time workout. It's only like eight to 10 minutes for super busy days where they want to do something because it's better than nothing. And then I love healthy recipes. I love, but I also don't really enjoy cooking, which I know a lot of people don't either. So I've been a guinea pig in my own kitchen creating recipes that I could put in there for them every month. And then I also decided to get an expert because truly, you know, health and fitness is great. It's important. People want to be in shape. They want to lose weight. They want to look amazing and have energy. But all these things really overlap. Like as entrepreneurs, we become intimately familiar quite quickly with how our personal lives and our business lives are just, they're always going to be intertwined. So I'm bringing in experts in, you know, style, beauty, money, love, all these things. Once a month, I have a different expert um, exclusively for my members, and they give an hour-long presentation with Q&A. And um, our first month was a woman named Elsa Isaac. She's a stylist talking about how to dress for your body type, and people really liked that. So I'm super excited to grow this new community and just continue to find different ways to inspire people, not just in you know how they want to look and feel in their bodies, but how they want to show up in their life and use those things as a launch pad to get you know whatever else they want to create for themselves in their life. That is exciting, and it looks like you have kind of alluded to this slightly, but what is your vision for the future? Well, I do, as much as I love health and fitness, I mentioned earlier, I do have a background in sales and marketing and you know speaking and those things. So I really look forward, and actually this month I do have a couple projects. I've been getting approached more and more by health and fitness people um, to do business consulting, which I'm really excited about. And I've also learned a lot and done a lot with video. So I have a couple pet projects this month where I'm going to help people 
launch products, um, help them with their ideas, help them create video campaigns and stuff like that, um, teach people about affiliate marketing. So I'm super excited to dive into that kind of next level of mentoring and coaching um, health and fitness professionals in business and marketing as well. Great stuff. And Liz, we've now reached my favorite part of the show. We're about to enter the lightning round, and this is where I provide you with a series of questions, and you come back at Fire Nation with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? <laughs> no pressure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the number one thing that was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Having a structure, like even like having a business plan or knowing um, you know, how I was going to do it consistently. What is the best business advice that you ever received? To be myself. That's great advice. And did that come from Marie? Yeah. And, and actually, that first, the first retreat we went on, that was the biggest you know, message I got out of it was just I could actually just be myself. You know, I'm, I'm a loud person. I'm from Staten Island. I'm Italian and Puerto Rican. I just can't help it. I get really excited about stuff and I'm really animated. And, you know, that was the first time I was ever in an environment where people weren't saying dial it down. They were saying, no, dial it up. Like, that's what people want. You're going to find the people who, who want that and love that and want you just the way you are, which was amazing for me. What is something that's working for you or your business right now? Having fun. Like, um, in terms of creativity and what I work on, spending most of my time and energy on things that I really enjoy doing and hiring out anything that drains me. Good answer. <laughs> What's the best business book that you've read in the last six months? So I'm going to go in a different direction with this answer. It's not a business book at all. It's actually called The Vortex and it is a law of attraction book because Reading that book really has helped me to make amazing decisions. Or, ooh, actually, I'm going to change my answer. The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Wonderful. Well, we'll put both of those books in the show notes with links. So I'm sure they're both awesome, and I'm glad you have two for us. <laughs> Sorry, I changed my mind on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> so, Liz, this last question, it's my favorite, but it's kind of a tricky one. So take your time, digest it, and then come back with a great answer. If you woke up tomorrow morning and you still had all of the experience, knowledge, and money that you currently have today, but your business had completely disappeared, forcing you to start with a clean slate, which essentially is where most of Fire Nation listeners find themselves right now, what would you do? I would, I would make a video. I would make some kind of video with some kind of call to action to opt in for something free that I was going to give away. So maybe it's a workout and I say opt in for the full version of this workout. Something like that because the most important thing we have is our community and our list. So I would get right back to work building that back up. Love that, Liz. And I've loved this entire interview. You've just given Fire Nation so much actionable advice and so many wonderful lessons and we are all better for it. Give us one parting piece of guidance, then give yourself a plug, and then we'll say goodbye. <laughs> um, don't worry about what anyone else is doing, uh, especially with social media. I'm actually currently in the middle of a social media fast. I changed my, I emailed my assistant and I told her to change my Facebook, my Twitter passwords, and not give them to me until next Monday because um, I get caught up sometimes, as I know many people do. and 
not just wasting time on social media, but looking around at what other people are doing and feeling like I'm not far enough along rather than just focusing on running my own race. So my tip is run your own race and just don't worry about what anyone else around you is doing. Okay, Liz, give yourself a plug. My plug is I am really building my YouTube channel. So I would love for everyone to go to youtube.com slash Liz D'Alto and subscribe to my channel for no other reason than I really try to make my videos entertaining and I'm a fairly entertaining person. So um, they are not your average, just fitness boring workout videos and it's, it's great stuff that I've been putting a lot of time and energy and I'm really passionate about right now. So that will be my plug to go check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Liz D'Alto and subscribe. Awesome. Well, I'll put all this in the show notes. Liz, thank you so much on behalf of Fire Nation. We salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks. Fire Nation, thank you so much for joining us today. Are you interested in learning five ways to make $500 this month? How about five productivity tips that will help you today? Well, that and more is my free gift to you when you go to eofire.com and subscribe to Fire Nation. Lastly, for that entrepreneur ready to take it to the next level, visit ignitemastermind.com, join our elite mastermind community, and watch your business or business idea explode. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.